Hi, I'm Terry Naturally. And I'm Dr. Lynn Wagner. And I have over 50 years of experience and knowledge in health and nutrition. And I'm a medical doctor with a passion for holistic health. We come together to offer you unique viewpoints and expertise as health advocates around topics that deal with today's health concerns. And always for your good health. So let's get into today's topic. talk about the immune system. The immune system. And I would like to hear your background on the immune system because from a medical perspective, you have to learn something about the immune system. Absolutely. And it's obviously a really important time to talk about the immune system. Um, and I think there's a lot of in- misinformation about the immune system. So I want to kind of go over that and help people understand how they can have their best immune system. Um, so first of all, just to go to really basic levels, if you don't realize I know you do, Terry, but um, uh, some of our public might not realize that we have these systems in our body. So you have your immune system, you have your endocrine system, which is your hormones, you have your cardiovascular system, which is your heart and all the blood vessels, neurologic system, et cetera, et cetera. Um, And in medicine now, I feel like we treat all these systems as separate entities and not as a whole. And so you have, you know, when we talk about your immune system, we're just talking about one little piece of you as a human being and as a body, but it all works together. And, and, and so that's a really important concept. So the immune system is the system that basically takes care of your body and helps it ward off problems like infections or toxins. Um, it keeps things as healthy as, as it can. And it's, it's, located throughout the entire body. So the immune system isn't just like this little piece of you. It's in your gut. It's in your blood vessels. It's in your brain. It's in your cells. It's everywhere. So it's just like infiltrated throughout your whole body. So there's a lot of different players involved. And if you start to ask me two technical questions with that, (laughs) I will forget because that's a long, long time ago. Um, But one thing that people always talk about, which I want to educate on is people always say, oh, I need to boost my immune system. I need to boost it, boost it, boost it. And that actually isn't the right way to talk about it because when you, some people who get a boosted immune system actually get an autoimmune disease. Right. So, so you can actually, you want it to be like in balance. So if your immune system is weak, then you're more prone to infections and things like cancer and, and getting sick based on toxins in the environment. If it goes the other direction and it's too strong, then your body actually starts to attack itself because it's so strong that it doesn't know what's you and what's a foreign body, Right or a foreign invader. And so that that's a problem as well. And so the goal with your immune system is actually getting it right in the center. You want it to just be like in its sweet spot where it's like, oh yeah, you're a bad guy. I'm going to get rid of you. Or, oh, nope, you're part of me and you're a normal cell. We want to, we want to keep you. So, so that's, that's what the immune system is all about. Well, you know, the, the thing I look at it is the immune system is like the army of a country. It's actually there to protect the country from a foreign invasion. And so it has a defense mechanism and it has all these other you know, the, the Air Force, it has the Navy, it has all these other units that protect against a foreign invasion. And I think the immune system is the same thing. It's the army of our, of our body. So it protects all these other systems. And like you said, you know, we can't look at all these other systems individually. You know, like we have the elbow doctor, we have the toe doctor, we have the foot doctor. I mean, all the, they're, they're pulling the, the body apart when we're all just one complex system. Correct. And we should try to balance all the systems together. Yes. And we don't want to, like you say, we don't want to rev up the immune system, but we want to make sure that it's in balance. It's in harmony with the body, but it has to be nourished. Yes. And so we can't go through life not feeding it. 
like a car needs gas in order to be order to perform. Right. It needs fuel. Mm-hmm. Our immune system needs fuel. And we need to talk about what those nutrients are that actually supports the health of the immune system and makes it work at its peak optimal level. Right. And I love I love your analogy to um, an army because I think I, I say that all the time with my patients. I'm like, you know, you have to like, you have to fortify this force of people who are protecting you. Right. you just imagine your immune system as this, as this army in your body that needs to recognize foreign invaders versus versus good people. And then they need to get rid of the foreign invaders. And if you're not taking care of that army, it's going to get weak and it's going to make bad decisions. Right. It's as simple as that. So, so I totally agree with you. Um, and I think, you know, our purpose today was to talk about how then now that you know about your immune system, how can we teach you to make it as strong as possible? And I think you agree with me that lifestyle is the most important part. Lifestyle is, is number one, uh, 98% of all disease is caused by our lifestyle choices. And we make those choices every day. And I always say that, you know, we are the only ones responsible for our health. No one else. Doctors are not. Professionals are not. No one is. And we need to be cognizant of that so that we know, hey, this is my responsibility. My health is my responsibility. I can't do all these late nights parties and I can't burn the candle at both ends and I, you know, I can't drink excessively and I can't smoke, you know, all these things are undermining our immune system. And we are the only ones that actually can improve our health and are responsible for our health. And I don't think that's ever been made aware in the, in the America because sickness is big business. Right. Right. And I think people, people don't understand that they've handed their power over to other people who might not have their best interest in mind. So right. it, it just doesn't make any sense. Your body is your body. And so you're, you're in control of it. And so when you start to hand your body over to all these other doctors and professionals and marketing people, it's not going to get you your optimum result. And they're not bad people. Doctors are obviously not bad people. I mean, right? <laughs> but I don't but, think generally, no, they're not bad people. No, but you can't hand over your health power to them because their, their vested interest might not always be what your best interest is. And also too, they're not really doing the education that I think doctors need to keep up on. Right, right. Because they're so busy. I've heard that the, the amount of time between a patient and a physician is about six to eight minutes. Yes. Uh, so what time do you have other than to write out a prescription for them? You don't. You don't. And that's that's the sad reality of healthcare currently. And the knowledge of the prescription comes from the drug companies and the sales reps that walk into the doctor's office and say, hey, we have a brand new drug for you. It's going to cure the world. Correct. And it never does cure the world. Right, right. And so, and and obviously there's some drugs we need, but when you when you back it down, if you haven't optimized your lifestyle, that's the most important thing. And so I always talk about, you know, we we have, to, we talked about food and nutrition a little bit in our, in our first episode. Right. Um, but I think, you know, people need to realize that food and exercise are not the only part of lifestyle that help boost your immune system or strengthen your immune system, I would say. So sleep. Sleep is very important. Oh my gosh. You can't, you know, that's, that's ready the candle at both ends. You go to bed for four or five hours because you've been out there partying. Now you got to get to work. You know, sleep is when we recharge our battery, recharge our body back to health. Right. Uh, and it's really, I think seven to nine hours is critical for you, a good night's sleep. And you are hundred percent correct. And the, the average number of hours that people get now is about an hour and a half to two hours less than we did in the fifties. Yes. So it just keeps getting less and less. And even if you're not someone who's partying late at night, people are just working or they're trying to do so much stuff. So they go to bed late, get up earlier just to fit it all in. 
And we can't function that way. I mean, mental health issues go up. Um, your immune system weakens 100% because part of your immune system rebuilding is during your sleeping hours. It's during all those phases of sleep. And if you don't get those phases of sleep, your immune system doesn't have time to rebuild, period. So sleep is really important. Um, outside time. Oh, yes. Great. I mean, I can't even... I, I have to go outside every day or I don't feel normal. And, and I wasn't always that way. It took me, you know, I had some influence influencers in my life who taught me that. And then I realized, wow, this just feels so good. And, you know, so sometimes when I go to the local parks on the weekend and I'm the only one there, I just pound my head. Yeah. (laughs) How can I get people to understand the the healing power of nature. And I, we're getting so much better, but but people just need to know that. Think where they are if they're not in the park. I they're know. sitting on their couch, I exercising know. their fingers with the remote control. Right. That's all they're doing. I know. I mean, people today do not even think about exercising. Um, you know, they, they'll drive to the gym and drive around in the parking lot of the gym looking for a place to park that's close to the door. Right. Before they go in to work out. Right, it's right. It's crazy. Yeah. And so I think, and, and I never want to come off as I'm trying to make people feel bad when I talk about that, because that's where most people are, is they don't understand how much you actually need to move to be an exerciser. They think that going to the gym and doing a 30-minute elliptical session for for someone in their 20s, 30s, and 40s is enough. But for we're so sedentary during our days because everything is so automated that that you need to really intentionally move throughout the day. You need to park far away from the entrance to the store. You need to walk to as many places as you can. If you didn't get your steps in, you need to go for a walk after dinner. What, even if it's 15 below zero, we have clothes that take care of that. Right. You know, there's no excuses. Um, if you want to feel good and if you want your immune system work. So, you know, especially right now with all the, all the virus talk that's going on and everyone's talking about what drugs can we use to treat the virus and what vaccine can we take to get rid of the virus? Why isn't anyone talking about the stuff that probably would take care of 90% of the problem. You know, in, in your introduction, you talked about depression. One of the one of the finest things that works equally as effective as drugs is exercise yes. and fresh air. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So I just, you know, we're we're in, we're spinning right now in this sick place when the answer is so clear and not that hard to get to. Yeah, but it's hard for people to make big changes it is. and to change the things that they love. Um, you know, the food, the taste. I, I always say people buy food for three reasons. First of all, the price makes a difference. Yep. Convenience, because that is important. And does it taste good? Right. You know, those are the three things that people decide why I want to buy that food, not because it's nutritious. Well, and I and it's really hard because, you know, I have young children, so I see how they get sucked into that taste thing. So these companies create foods that are hype. They, they call them super palatable foods, meaning right. They're, right. they're chemically charged full of these powerful chemicals that hit all the right taste receptors. Yeah, a so lot they of sugar. Tastes so good. Yeah. And they give you that little boost of dopamine where you're like, damn, I feel good from that, right? But but then it's just this vicious cycle of sickness. Because it wears off so fast you right. need to do it again and again and again. And our kids don't have the mental capacity to restrict and to say no, you know, like we do. Right. Because we look at it when I look at that food, I I think, yeah, I know it tastes really good, but I also know how I'm gonna feel in two hours and I'm gonna how I'm gonna feel a week from now and what my body's gonna feel like if I keep eating these foods. Right. It's like a drug. It is. You have to have it replaced all the time because otherwise you lose that feeling. Right. Why do people do cocaine? Exactly. The feeling. Right. The feeling. Right. That's what food does. It's yeah. the feeling. Right. So I think in terms of lifestyle, you know, sleep, food, nutrition, exercise, getting outside. Um, and then just as an adjunct, I think people don't talk about how important it is to connect with other people 
to boost your immune system, social contact, whether you're single or have a family, it doesn't matter getting out with people and not isolating yourself, um, having a, having a spirituality. And I always tell my patients, I understand, you know, if you're not a spiritual person, that's okay. But if you are, you need to nurture that because that's part of a strong immune system. Um, and then, and then getting rid of, you already alluded to this, getting rid of the things that are robbing your immune system, weakening it, drugs, alcohol, cigarettes, toxic people in your life, chemicals, you know, what's in your environment that is actually like sucking the life out of your immune system. And one of the top ones to undermine the immune system and to make us, you know, lose our strength of our immune system is obesity. Yes. Overweight. Every, every fat cell that we carry that's excessive what we need, we, we need some fat. Uh, because it's good for our organs and glands and yep. a little bit. If we, if we ever get sick, we need that extra little weight. Absolutely. But within reason. Uh, but every fat cell produces inflammation. Yes. And inflammation is involved with a lot of infections, upper respiratory infections. And, uh, you know, we have these the cytokine storms. Yes. All inflammatory. And all of our food, you know, the American diet is a is a inflammatory diet. It is. And we should be switching to a pro-inflammatory diet not to be inflamed all right. the time. Yep. And I mean, and even fat cells, not only inflammation, they also mess up your hormones because your oh. hormones get converted to bad hormones and fat cells. So that, so the obesity problem is definitely the pinnacle. Oh yeah. Um, but then when it comes to inflammation too, we didn't touch about gut health. So one of the things that happens when you're in this chronic state of inflammation is your gut breaks down and then your gut I said in the beginning is one of the, I didn't say, I didn't say this, but it's one of the biggest parts of your immune system. I think the stats say, or not stats, but maybe 70 to 80% of your immune system is housed in your gut. And so when you're in an inflamed state and the gut cells start to break down and get leaky and weak, it totally compromises your whole body and your whole system, especially your immune system. And, and what you eat directly affects your gut. Oh, absolutely. Um, It can cause more inflammation in your gut. Right. So, so it's all connected. And it's all really, really simple in theory. It's all really hard in, per, in yeah. personal practice. And the American diet today, which is a pro-inflammatory diet, is primarily sugar and carbohydrates. Yes. Um, vegetable oils, which are omega-6 fatty acids, mm-hmm. yeah, and, and way in excess of what it is required. We do need some omega-6 fatty acids because they're essential. Uh, we don't make them. They're lendolytic acid. We don't make, so we have to get it from an outside source of food. Uh, but we get way, way too much. It, it, they've, been, they've been estimating that we should have one part omega-6 fatty acid to one part omega-3 fatty acid. And now in the American diet, it's 30 times omega-6 to one part of omega-3. And those are all inflammatory. They cause our bodies to be inflamed all the time. Um, so we never catch up. Uh, so we have a weak immune system for the majority of the Americans. So, so as the, the supplement herb guy what are your favorite things to take outside of what we talked about with lifestyle for your immune system well lifestyle is huge and i believe that food is your foundation you can't eat you can't take supplements to outdo a bad diet right you've got to start with a change of diet Uh, that's the foundation food is our medicine we've survived for millions of years on food and nutrition, not on drugs, not on even supplements. Right. Um, and we do need to have supplements. So here's the way I look at it. I believe there are some herbal medicines that are profound in strengthening our immune system. 
uh, supporting our health overall. Uh, and some of those are like andrographis, uh, elderberry, echinacea, uh, propolis. But I also believe that we can't just take uh, botanical medicines as our only support because we may be deficient in some of the vitamins and minerals that are essential. Right. I mean, there's textbooks written on zinc, uh, selenium, vitamin A, vitamin C, vitamin D. Uh, we need all these vitamins and minerals. But if they're missing because of our diet or because we are not somehow supplementing with vitamins and minerals, and we take something like andrographis, but we're deficient in zinc, we, we never just catch up. And, and there's over a billion and a half people in the world that are deficient in selenium, about a billion and a half people that are deficient in zinc, yep. which are critical to the immune system. Right. Yeah. And I think, you know, even people who are really, really pretty healthy and eat a fairly balanced diet can be deficient in these things. Oh, yes. Because, not, because they're not in the soil. Right. They're, they're washed out of the soil. We don't replace vitamins and minerals, not vitamins, but minerals into the soil. All, all our foods today are grown with artificially. They're grown with artificial fertilizers, pesticides, herbicides. You know, they're just encouraged to have a, a, a tremendous amount of growth, right? Uh, way beyond normal. And everything is gen genetically modified, so f foods are changed drastically from right. what they were. Uh, I had someone do some research for me on, on oranges, and today we would have to consume eight oranges in a day to give us the vitamin C and vitamin A that our grandparents got from one orange. Oh, it's depressing. So our food, even though we eat the best diet possible, it still isn't the best diet possible. Right. And and that when I get a little depressed when I start to go down this rabbit hole because I think, oh my gosh, I do such a good job and I have my green smoothie every day and I eat all my vegetables. So it's not to like say that we that I still shouldn't do that or we still don't want people to do that. Oh, you have to do that. But I think we have to actually work a little harder and actually take some things as well. And I struggle to take any pill every day. I mean, it was, I struggle. And uh -oh. so, so I have to, I try all these tricks. I get little pill boxes. I try to put it by my toothbrush. So I need to be a minimalist when I take supplements and I'm, I'm that way with my patients too. And I tell them that I say, Hey, if you're someone who wants to take 20 things a day, I'm probably not your person. Um, so if I could only take five things a day, what would you say? Five things, five things, five things. Uh, I think you need a really good multivitamin and mineral supplement. I agree with that. And I don't want that to be construed as a one a day. I agree with that. Uh, one a day is one tablet and you can't get all the vitamins and minerals. Yes, you can by name. You can put all the names of the vitamins and minerals on Correct. the label, but you can't get the potencies or the strength of those vitamins and minerals in a one a day tablet that require that is required by the body. Right. And I, I tell my patients that all the time. They say, oh, but I take this one a day every day. And yeah. I, I say, no, no, you, you look at the labels. You can just look at the amounts and the percentages and the quality. It's, it's can't, it can't no meet, comparison. It can't meet the level the body requires. It can't. So if you put all those vitamins and minerals in your hand that you require, how do you get at that in one tablet? So I like to say, get, at least, get a formulation that contains all the vitamins and minerals in the potencies that are required by the body and a little bit higher because, you know, the, the, the levels that are required are only to keep you from dying right. or, or having a blown out disease. Right. It doesn't keep you in optimal health. Not optimized. Right. So I would, I like a, I like a formulation that does everything in two to four tablets a day. And then I think that gives you plenty of, probably a plenty of zinc and selenium and all the nutrients we need for True. the immune system. Right. Um, it, it, now, in some case, maybe you might come down, you know, you maybe 
you're just not feeling up the optimal level. So then you may want to add something that gives you extra zinc, extra C, extra A, or, and and support your body that way. Right. Well, let's let's talk about D and C a little bit because that's something that people are talking about a lot lately. And I think I think a daily C is also a really good idea. Would you agree? Absolutely. Vitamin C. Here, here's what I look at: two two, uh, two minerals and four vitamins are critical for the immune system. And there's tremendous amount of scientific documentation. It's unbelievable what's out there. If doctors would just look at PubMed or some of the other scientific sites and look at all what's required by the immune system, and it's, you know, why why are we sick? Because America is sick. Okay, I don't care about the research articles. What are the four? <laughs> <laughs> I want to be like regular America. Okay. I'm kind of, what are the four? You said there's four? There's four, there's four vitamins. vitamins and- a, vitamin A. Okay. Vitamin C. Vitamin E and vitamin D. Okay. Those are all required by the immune system okay. to be healthy. And then you said two minerals. Zinc and selenium. Okay. So now dumb it down for me. If I take a multivitamin, will most of those things be in that good quality multivitamin? If you get a good quality, yes. Except for maybe we need a little extra C and a little extra D? Well, if you look at you have a hard time getting down 20. I do very well at about 150. Oh my goodness! <laughs> <laughs> that's where we that's where we are a little bit different, right? Uh, but we are all for the same reason, right? But uh, vitamin D right now they're classifying as somewhere between 5,000 IU's a day yes. to 10,000. Okay, IU's a day. Yeah, and, and I that's always what I do with my patients. Yep, I always recommend that everybody gets a vitamin D test. Yeah, for sure. Uh, because I know people, including myself, I was taking 5,000 to 10,000. And I had my vitamin D level tested by a good laboratory. Uh-huh. And I was just at the low bottom of healthy. So you were about 30? No, I was. Uh, well, I like to go beyond that. Okay. I think alternative physicians like to have it at least 60. Yes, I agree. 60 to 70 is where yeah. I keep my patients. And I was just over 50. Okay. So I wanted to boost a little bit. So I went up to 20,000 a day. And I'm doing that for about six weeks. And then I'm going to have it retested Interesting. again. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. No, and I agree. I think I, I test all of my patients and... I'll have someone who's super healthy and, and eats a great diet and they'll have a, a level of 17. Oh yeah. And they'll be coming to me because they're tired and all we do is we correct their D level and they feel like a whole new person. Oh, you know, we could spend a week on just we vitamin could, D right. research and, and what it can do for the body. Yeah. And I think, I think vitamin C, you know, I tell my patients, especially in the winter months when the virus load is higher and you're indoors and you're exposed to a lot of more pathogens, um, vitamin C in addition to a multivitamin is critical. Right. I agree. Um, and then I agree with you though that the zinc and the selenium and a little bit of iodine and those things in the A come in the good multivitamin. Yes. So you don't need to clutter up your routine too much. Um, but what do you think about what do you think about fish oil in the immune system? You know, I've not seen a whole lot of research, nor have I seen anything that really pop pop pops out in the media the, about fish oil. Okay. Um, I think it's important for a lot of reasons: right. cardiovascular, depression, mental health. Mm-hmm. Um, ADD and ADHD, uh, it has some remarkable benefits, but I have not seen it. Uh, I have not seen a lot on the immune system. Okay. Um, I think there are some herbal medicines that really stand out that, you know, like andrographis. I think andrographis is like a complete tune up for the body. So, so when you talk about these like andrographis and the, how do you pronounce it? Pro- pro- propolis? Propolis. Propolis. Um, Echinacea and elderberry. elderberry. Do you recommend that people take these every day as preventative, or are you using them more um, as treatment when they get sick or when they get exposed to someone who's sick? 
Well, if you take a small dosage all the time, you you don't have to take as much, and then it is preventative. Okay. Uh, if you come down, like for example, I would say if you take about 400 milligrams of anagraphis that's standardized for the key compound called anagraphilide, mm-hmm. that's about a 20% um, extraction process, um, one a day. But if you, well, I'm feeling terrible, I've got the sniffles, I've, I've got a runny nose, I'm sneezing, I think I'm coming down with a cold, then I would probably take three or four that day. Okay. And I think something that uh, the general layperson might not understand is when you're talking about standardization and extracts and percentages, most people will kind of tune out because that doesn't make sense. And that's something that I was taught in my integrative training. You have to look at the bottle and you have to look at what's actually in the bottle and you have to look at the company who's selling the product. Oh my gosh. Because, because these things are not regulated heavily. So you have to like trust this company that they're actually putting this ingredient in the product. And especially right now when everyone's so worried about their immune system, people are trying to make a fast buck with, with saying elderberry, echinacea, and and saying these things, but do they actually have the backstory that proves that they're actually making a product that has what they say is in it? And that's a really good reason why doctors don't like to get involved with supplements yeah. because there it's really is no regulation. Right. They don't know they they don't know what to look for in a, in a supplement to prescribe to their 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 patients. Right. Uh, and if they do, and something happens, it, the supplement's always going to be the reason for. For the disease or what, what complications or side effects or something. So you, ha- you have to find a company that, that you know is legitimate. You know, in fact, yes, you're right. Because people that are shysters, that are cheaters, want to make money, like with elderberry. You know, elderberry right now is so much in demand uh, across the world, across the country, for supporting the immune system and for infection and for viral infection, that there is not enough supply to meet the demand. But people are still selling it, even though they can't get it. Well, where are they getting it? So a company, a natural food company, did a research on 25 products that they bought off store shelves and online at Amazon. And I'm just, it's a long story, but I'm going to cut right down to the, to the bottom line. One product was labeled on the label elderberry plus vitamin C and vitamin D. Wow, that sounds like a great product. Sounds great. Right? So they took it into the laboratory and analyzed it. First of all, they looked at it. It's white. Right, know. you told me this story. Elderberry is so deep purple, deep purple, it's like black. So you got a white powder, and it's labeled vitamin C and vitamin D and elderberry. So no C, no D in the product at all. And the white flour was oat flour, like oatmeal. So now somebody's making a tremendous amount of money on that right. product. And you years ago, people would lower the price, discount the price because it, you had nothing in it anyway. Right. So they were trying to to try and earn their money on a discounted product. Now they've gotten really smart because they're selling a really cheap, cheap product, and they don't lower the price. They even actually raise the price in this demand because now they're making a huge margin right. on a. Terrible product. On a phony product. On a crappy product. Yeah. And so I think, and you even mentioned Amazon. You know, I I tell my patients, I'm like, you know, and I'm not bagging on Amazon, but you have to be really careful. If you buy a supplement from Amazon, you don't know where they're housing it, where the warehouse is, where they're sourcing it, how long it's been sitting there. 
Like you just don't know this stuff. So but they don't even insist on any regulation. They don't right. care what they sell on Amazon unless until it, you know if it, if it doesn't sell, then they don't sell it. Right, right. But uh, you don't have to have any reason to sell on Amazon. You can just sell any product you want. Right, right. Um, but it's also, like, but also, I wouldn't. I would like. I agree with you. Don't buy anything on Amazon unless you know what you're buying. If you know a brand that you've been buying someplace else, and you know it's a really really good brand, and the Amazon has a sale on it, buy it. You know, save some money. But if you don't know what the product is, just because you heard the word elderberry doesn't mean you're going to get what you're paying for. And the most expensive product in the world is the cheapest product that doesn't do anything. Right. Yeah, no, I totally agree. And I think, you know, just to, I don't want to say dumb it down, but bring it back down to my level. Okay. <laughs> um, my level. My level. So ba take home points for, because we've gone in a lot of different directions is A, you want to have a healthy immune system. B, Understand what your immune system is. C, understand what you can do to strengthen it and what you can do to stay away from things that weaken it, which I think we talked about that nicely. But then if you want some take-home points as to like, hey, I want to take a product. I want to take something. This is for me specifically, because like I said, I have a hard time taking anything every day. And so I'm trying to keep it as simple as possible. And I'll share share with you what I've tried to do is I have the good quality multivitamin. I have... Um, uh, extra C that I take every day. I take a little extra D. And then if I'm working in the urgent care and it's high infection rate, so if I'm getting exposed to a lot of people, then I'll take extra zinc. Um, I also take a probiotic, I think, for just for the gut health piece of it. And and then if I get sick or one of my kids is sick, then I'll boost with the echinacea and and the um, elderberry. I don't do andrographis, but that's something I think I would add after our discussion. Um, and just add those other things as boosters. If you're someone who likes to take things daily and you're really good at that and you're really good at prevention, I think the whole list is amazing. And I don't see anything wrong with it. No, I agree with you. I think it, a, a good multi is a good way to go. Yep. Uh, but it has to be more than a one a day. Absolutely. But we don't want to, you know, grind that into the ground. But it's essential. It's, because a one a day is agree. wasting your money. I completely agree. Um, and then extra vitamin C, extra vitamin D. Uh, you'll probably get enough vitamin E in your, in your multi. Um, you will get a, should get a pretty good percentage of zinc, um, in, in this kind of bad year of this 2020, it'd probably be well to do a little bit more zinc yes. and a little bit more selenium and more vitamin D. Yep. I agree. I agree. So, and then don't forget to eat healthy. Yes. <laughs> of course. Of Diet is foundation. Diet That's is foundation. Food is, food is the medicine. And I think one, one last thing I want to say is if you're someone who, um, who, listens to this and you feel overwhelmed because there's so many things that you're not doing and, and you just want to throw in the towel and say, you know what, I'm going to die some way anyway, forget it. I'll just keep doing it the way I am. You can start so small. So you can, you can start so small. So, so pick one thing that we talked about and say, you know what, today I'm going to choose and I'm going to commit to going outside once a day, or today I'm going to commit to removing the Doritos from my life. Right. Or today I'm going to start just taking a multivitamin every day. Right. So, so you can take these baby steps and that's really the way you should do it because doing it from zero to one to 90 is just really not feasible for anyone. Right. So just take baby steps and realize that it's never too late, no matter how old you are or how sick you are to get on the health, health wagon. It, you'll feel amazing. Right. And also too, if you're going to think about, well, I'm going to die anyway. So what's the difference? But I always say, well, then think about why you want to stay on this earth. Yeah. Your grandkids, your kids, your loved ones, the things you might want to do with your spouse, travel the world. Your do mission, some. your personal I mean, mission. Well, yeah. The, I mean, we have a purpose in life. God has given us each a person, yes. each a purpose to do in this life. So it isn't just to say wasted. Say, oh, well, I'm going to die anyway. Hey, 
we could probably extend 10, 15 years if we do some good things and healthy things. Mm-hmm. I agree. So, well, thanks for talking today. It was fun. Yeah, great. Uh, I had a great day with you. It was fantastic. We <laughs> Can't wait for it. next time. Yeah, we got to do this more often. Sounds good.